0: I am Tina Quay. I'm
1: Ebenezer Quay.
0: And we're here to talk <laughs> about it. He's been giving me googly eyes forever. Uh, Which is nonverbal communication and we're here to talk about healthy (laughs) communication and um really just the how-to's of how to have a healthy confrontation uh, how to fight fair and we're not coming from a place of having everything figured out but in 2020 we experienced a breakthrough because we figured out like oh snap there is a way to approach conflict that does not feel like the end of the world, and so we wanted to share some of the, the approaches we've learned with you all. Help, help folks, because we needed this. <laughs> oh yes, and
1: we figured out pretty quickly a lot of us needed it. Um, healthy confrontation, where do we want to How kick to? off? How mm-hmm. to have a healthy confrontation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say the first um, tip, so to speak, is, and I learned this from our unhealthy confrontations is when you know you're about to have a conversation and it's not going to be pretty and it's going to be difficult and all that set a time limit do yourself a favor set a time limit hey we're going to talk about this for x amount of minutes do not let this thing keep going because the thing with unhealthy confrontation is it will spiral (laughs) it will just spiral off into its own sort of universe and it will just keep going and going and going. So it helps. It is okay to set a time limit beforehand. Hey, we're going to talk 25, 30 minutes. And if somewhere in that 25, 30 minutes, it doesn't need to be both of you. It, and it can only be one of you. If one of you has, gets to a place where they are uncomfortable, I'm feeling uncomfortable and I cannot continue this conversation. You know, whether it's my emotions have completely gotten the best of me. My emotions are flooding my brain. I am not thinking. I'm not listening. Then it is time. I don't care if it's supposed to be 30 minutes. It could be the 8-minute mark. I am triggered (laughs) and I'm emotional. Yo, we got to stop right here. It is okay to stop a conversation to put a pause or a pin and say, we need to revisit this thing. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of unhealthy confrontations are ones that just keep going as if the, the length of the confrontation ensures that it's going to be solved. And it's like, no, it, not at all. If anything, it just ensures that quite possibly more damage is being done by this thing continuing. So set a time limit and don't be afraid to take a timeout or to just say, I can't continue this right now based on some things that are happening on the inside of me, let's revisit this and come back.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that you pointed that out because I think the other like, number one tip um, or approach I'll say um, is to understand that you'll, you have to be at your most um, aware and present and clear-headed and clear-hearted Um, I used to think that if I was upset or felt hurt, I needed to quickly resolve it. You know, let's meet confrontation head on in the moment. The challenge is if you're if if you have a strong feeling, you're in the middle of a strong emotion, um, you're not going to think as clearly and you're not going to hear as clearly. And so something that was really um, game changing for us is, oh, all right, you, you sense it you live together you're talking and you may sense like oh wow this is something that made me feel upset and i'll in that moment because it may happen in a passing conversation or it may be something some behavior that i recognize i really need to unpack with him um, i'll say hey can we talk about this thing when are you free And we both know what our rhythm is and whether we're better in the morning or night, after food, etc. Figure out a time and set an appointment for that thing. That is, it might seem uh, clinical, but I'd rather set an appointment to talk about something really difficult. Confrontations are not, um, they're actually the thing that can pull you closer together because it's a chance to be at your most intimate, which is sharing the thing that causes you the most pain usually, even if you're angry, there's some pain under there. And so taking the time to say to your spouse, I wanna talk to you about the thing that hurts me most, it's really important to set a time to do it and then because it can be painful, it's why you set a time limit on it. You're not going to do a stopwatch. <laughs> but agreeing like this is not, we're not getting up until you feel better. It's okay. Let's come at this when we've had some time to settle, some time to, this would be another approach, figure out what's about them and what's about you. <laughs> mm, that's good. Like 10% of our relationship issues are about the other person, the other 90% are how we process things (laughs) and how we can or can't function in the the midst of the way we process it and that's not a scientific number the 10 90 it sounds scientific but it's not (laughs) and so figuring out okay i responded to that behavior but that's like the five-year-old me or the wounded me from when we were dating showing up right now demanding to be heard or feeling you know like something was unresolved If you're aware of that what your own healing stuff is to do then you can take some time to work on that so that when you guys come together to talk about the behavior it's not them trying to help you through and be your therapist for something that really has not a lot to do with their behavior and what's within their power to change Um, so those would be the two approaches one is you set an appointment set an appointment the other thing is to separate out like what's really your own healing and what is relational
1: that's good. That separation part is huge because a lot of times we come into confrontations with the, it's their fault mentality. And when you enter in guns blazing, like there's no way it's my fault, it's 100% her <laughs> fault. There's no, there's no communication happening at that point because all you're listening for is validation for what you entered into the, the confrontation with. And unless, until I hear that I'm right, I don't hear anything. Mm-hmm. And you, there's no healthy There's nothing healthy about that. Because at some point, to what you're saying, whether it's 90-10, might be like 99-1. <laughs> if, if, if we keep it at it 100, it's like 90. <laughs> a lot of the times, it is so how we're processing, and not even to what you're saying, how the current version of us is processing, but a triggered version of us from years past that never fully processed something just got hit in that moment. And Mm -hmm. so going into, I would say a a healthy tip for for having a healthy conversation also is it's not all their fault. Mm -hmm. We we have to stop going into these things thinking this person is 1 million percent wrong. I'm 1 million percent right. And if I hear anything different, then we're just going to keep talking and talking until I get that way. Like there has to be at some point an acknowledgement that this is going to involve the both of us. So what is the both of our, what is both of our roles in resolving this conflict? So I was glad you pointed that out.
0: Mm. So a lot of what we've been talking about is how to have a dialogue. I actually want to describe the approach for how to um, have like a listening session. Mm -hmm. And listening sessions are a beautiful, a very difficult, but a very simple and beautiful way to help your partner heal when you've wounded them. And I'll be honest with you, nobody's perfect and we gon' hurt the people we love. Not on purpose, sometimes on purpose, depending on well, where you how, are. Depending
1: on how, how we feeling <laughs> in that given moment.
0: Point is that when it happens, um, it's important to recognize what that looks like and it shows up as like little zingers. You know, it's (laughs) wash the dishes then. (laughs) Like, wow, I just, (laughs) you know, simple things that all of a sudden are really emotionally charged is a sign that somebody's hurt (laughs) and they were hurt by the other person and there needs to be uh, healing. And healing happens when we can be heard. And what that looks like in a relationship um, is going to your partner and giving them the space to just speak freely about how they feel and and specifically about the things that you have done to them that have caused them pain. And the approach for this, this might sound crazy if you're thinking, if you're envisioning people cussing you out, that's not it. You know, communication um, is kind and patient and loving um, and gentle. Uh, it, it is in alignment with the fruit of the Spirit, if you know the Bible. But um, following all of those things, that's their side, is they get to say whatever they need to say. And that can take as long as the listener can handle. Say that last part again. That please. can take as long as the listener can handle. So in a listening session... One person's talking, and that might be for an hour, hour and a half, if you can take it. The listener, though, is if you've got a spiritual practice, you're going to need the Holy Spirit for this one. So um, (laughs) you want to sit and just receive. You're just hearing them. You've got to make sure that you have enough self-awareness and self-mastery to not react. Like if they're going to say something and you're like... Like you can't scowl and make Mm -hmm. a bunch of faces in response to them. You got to make sure your body's not stiffening up and you're not clenching your fists while they're talking about it. So you've got to be able to um, have enough self-control to listen calmly and to not react. What's really important is that they can um, share how their experience of you. And something that helps with that is um, recognizing like this isn't blame and it's, it's not even about what's right or wrong. They have a different perspective than yours. And whatever you remember about it, honestly, doesn't matter right now, (laughs) it's not the time. Mm. And so it's giving space for their experience to be validated with you and for you to just listen calmly. If you need to cry, be like, hey, I gotta go to the bathroom, go weep. Pray, stomp your feet, whatever you need to do, come back and be like, hey, continue. You don't have to apologize in the moment. You don't have to explain yourself in the moment. All you're doing is listening for as long as you can. You're not taking notes. Just listen, 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 listen.
1: This might be... Okay, that white chocolate cheesecake was bomb for my birthday. That was <laughs> I don't amazing. even
0: like white chocolate, and mm-hmm. I made the man a white chocolate Woo! cheesecake. I don't Glory. like cheesecake either, Glory. and I wasn't a baker. But, Glory be to God. Know.
1: That was incredible. <laughs> so Aside from that. Oh, okay, sidebar, that that skull shaver was an amazing gift, too. That's two. She's an amazing gift giver. Besides those focus. two. I have focus. I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. <laughs> the gift that she gave me was what you're talking about right now, which was a lot. She did this to me. This is the first time we tried it because I was having a lot of trouble communicating my feelings. I think we talked about that in the last segment. And... She just, one day she was like, we're just going to sit down and she's going to tell me how you feel.
0: And you were washing dishes. I sure was. Which is like, while the listener needs to focus, be mindful that sometimes our bodies need to move through things and you might want to take a walk. You might want to let this happen while somebody's driving. A lot of times when we have something to occupy our hands, it's easier to empty out our hearts and minds. But yeah, go Mm -hmm. ahead. And totally set the space for it.
1: And all she did was listen. And there was no... What made me feel so comfortable doing it was how I knew she was aware of her body language. Because I know her. She's intensely aware of the uh, nonverbal communication that she gives off. And so there was no faces. There was no note taking. There was nothing. It was. I don't. I think it might have been thirty minutes, if that. It was long. Was it long? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was as long as the listener. <laughs> it's like an hour and a half. Could handle. So. It was been. It was, I washed a lot of dishes, apparently. But she, so, <laughs> she just allowed me to speak my mind and my heart, and. Oh my God, it was the it was the safest safe of safe places, and when you can establish that safe place in your marriage, it's, it's an incredible gift because it it allowed me to just speak and not have to do the mental thing of, what if I say this? What if I say that? How's it gonna be affected? This, that, and the third. Now, that being said, for the one who is speaking, this is very important. This is not (laughs) the time. This is not payback.
0: Right, somebody's holding their arms. Hold their arms, This ain't it, right, right.
1: (laughs) No, this ain't that. You know, this is not beatdown time where you've been harboring some grief for like eight years and now's your time to not only air it, but then you get to the in there too. Because it, no, 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 don't do that. <laughs> like that's not it at all. It is you speaking how you feel, honestly. And as I said, it was a safe space, so I was able to to speak clearly. But at the same time, I'm not trying to hurt feelings. Mm-hmm. This is so important. Like that that was an opportunity because I received it as a gift. I had to treat it as a gift, which means I needed to treat this preciously and carefully. And that means as I'm speaking, I'm still mindful that this is my wife and I'm not going to say things that are purposely going to injure her because I felt injured or grieved, you know, X amount of months, weeks, years ago. So an incredible gift, but it needs to be handled properly. This is not the air out session where you get the get back. Because this is where couples get this wrong, wrong. Like, please don't do that. Because it violates the both of you. It's not the best. Because now you've had an opportunity to express yourself. And instead of expressing how you fe- feel, you, it became a vengeful thing. Now, you still feel what you felt. And you you know you threw the little dart. But you never really healed the thing on the inside. You needed to be held, healed. Mm-hmm. So thank you for bringing that part up, is Mm -hmm. have a listening session and it goes both ways. I think I made the time for for you to do the same. Mm -hmm. I'm very expressive, so I did my very best not to be all up in here, but what allowed me as a listener to do that was knowing at the end of the day that I was presenting a gift, the same gift that I was presented and as long as we could exchange gifts in that way, we were gonna grow closer because of it.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: So there was nothing, you know, in that particular moment that was worth us not growing closer together because mm-hmm. of what we were doing.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so it was the listening session, ooh, that was a win.
0: it's yeah.
1: a major win.
0: Yeah, it's almost like a, um, it's like bone resetting. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you're in relationship, and we've been married for how long now? Coming up almost, on nine. Okay, Coming almost up nine on years. Nine. Yeah, and together for a lot longer than that. And then um, we have a couple kids, but we enjoy each other. Um, he's my best friend, and uh, you make life richer when you're around. Like. He's that guy that, like, adds, you know, the zest and the the fun and the power and the depth to things. Um, You it, boy. So um, (laughs) We done. Let's go. Sorry. (laughs) focus. Oh, my God. I'm focused. I'm
1: focused. I came back. I was there, but I came back, baby. I came back. I'm there's always
0: y'all know how when somebody gets hungry they start using food analogies. There's always a time in this session where he's like, Oh, the makeup done, is she Listen. confident and things turn. See, so we're she gonna wrap
1: it up. It's just because of the moment. It's been there the whole time. The
0: whole time. Again, focusing. I
1: am focused.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna focus. Yes. It is. So there's a couple ways. <laughs> To approach confrontation. (laughs) I'm trying to bring it back. Confrontation. Um, And one of them is this like deep level of, okay, when there's, when you can learning to sense when there is more at play and there's more resentment or pain or something that needs to be unpacked and that's what that listening session is for um when it's the day-to-day confrontation then that's the other pieces of like set a time you still want to set a time for the listening session Mm -hmm. um but setting a time for it um setting an appointment for it and then when it's a dialogue, making sure that you're aware of your emotions as you're going, we talked about like stopping if you need to and not yelling. Don't nobody need to yell to be heard when you're right here. You know, not um, sarcasm is not your friend, Uh, making light of things at the other person's expense or when um, the moment doesn't call for it is not your friend, that's not helpful. Uh, being sensitive like where if you're having a confrontation about something that's painful in the day to day um, that thing is is something to be careful with right and it's one of the beautiful parts of your marriage if you treat it that way and what I found growing up was confrontations were like you know how they have those um, Mm -hmm danger rooms where you can just go and destroy everything. In it. <laughs> That's what an Break argument felt like. And, yeah. Like Who can, I can destroy more things. Who can destroy? I could be louder. I could be meaner. It was like, Oh my God, I never want to confront anything with Ebenezer. And so <laughs> that can lead to resentment though. It can lead yeah. to, you know, pain building up. And so being heard and letting yourself be heard helps with that. Um, for the like, Dialogue when you've got an everyday confrontation to have and you've already done the work of like, all right, what's my healing? What's, you know, what time are we gonna do it? How am I gonna do this with self-control? Are there other approaches to take for that that are important to keep in mind?
1: I think one that you just hit on is what has your experience with confrontation been up until that point? Mm. Um, how have you dealt with it? How have you been confronted? you know what have you seen with your parents what have you seen with your teachers what have you experienced in your life because that informs how you engage confrontation Mm -hmm. and some of us have been doing it for so long we don't realize how we're Mm -hmm. affected by it if confrontation has been you know silent fury then that's what you're going to do. Mm -hmm. But if it's loud and if it involves breaking things and the volume being on like 10 and violence and stuff like that, to to your point, that's confrontation nobody's going to want to get into. So Mm -hmm. have an idea and start to really poke around with what has my experience with confrontation been. Mm -hmm. Um, Set limits. And by that, I mean, there are certain places because specifically in marriage, there's personal things that we've exchanged. There's vulnerability that we've had. There are areas no matter how hurt your feelings may get or be, there's certain things you will, you just will never say. Certain things, certain places you're just never gonna go. You have to set those things in a confrontation before the confrontation happens. Because if you, if that, if that nerve gets hit, and, you, and you're willing to go there, it will come out faster than you can catch it. And you want to avoid saying something that, yes, there's forgiveness and yes, there's grace. There's some things you cannot take back and you never want to say those things to your spouse. Um, I'll say for me, it's remembering what you say. You're my best friend.
0: <laughs>
1: so, you, because she's my best friend, I give her license to say the tough things to me. Mm-hmm. And I have to receive that and say, all right, she said that to me. She's saying it to me with not just my best interest, but our best interests uh, as, a, as a married couple. So I need to, I may have my little ego bruise or my little hurt feelings or I might be offended. Those are things for me to deal with. But I'm always, I do my best to receive from the place of she's not trying to hurt me, she's trying to help us. And last thing I'll say is, do your best to try not to
0: win. Yeah, you don't even have to resolve anything. <laughs> like, I didn't say, con- I, I stopped saying conflict resolution, yeah. but instead confrontation, because you're in this for life, and there may be things that I'm doing that are annoying, because I'm just, I can't be better yet. I'm trying, <laughs> I'm just not better working yet. Working
1: out thing out.
0: Um, and so, yeah, 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 and definitely not about winning, but not necessarily even about fixing
1: it. That's a great one too. Like we're not trying to fix something in that moment forever and ever, never have to revisit it. We are opening a dialogue in an area, which may be a lifelong evolving thing, mm-hmm. But we're opening the space for it. And, it may, and it's going to come to its own end in its own time based on who we're willing to become, based on who you're willing to become, based on who I'm willing to become, based on how we are willing to allow our communication to evolve. But we're not trying to fix it in that moment. We're not going to fix it in 22 minutes and 60 seconds. Like This is not a sitcom. Like This is going to take time. Um, yeah, don't try to win. Don't try to finish. At the end of the day, the biggest win for our marriage is being able to have the conversation, period. Mm-hmm. Being able to have that confrontation, period. A lot of people think when there's confrontation, your marriage is taking an L. Mm-hmm. I disagree wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. When the two of you can have that confrontation in a healthy way, and, and maybe feelings do get hurt, maybe tempers do flare, but you come together and you agree like, mm-hmm. hey, that was rough, that was crazy. I cried, I gave you the tissue, you gave me a tissue.
0: Here's the thing, while you were talking about it, I'm realizing like it's it's a way to reframe what we mean when we say that he's seen me at my worst. Mm. Like when folks say that in pop culture, what used to come to mind is like worst meaning at evil. <laughs> like, <laughs> and really what it is is worst like at my most vulnerable, yeah. my most hurt my most in pain, my most offended, and being able to lovingly hold space for someone with that. Because like he said, setting limits, it's not just what won't I say or what won't I touch on, it's also what will I not allow, you know? And that's an act of love too. Like I'm not gonna let you treat me this way if somebody did get out of bounds but creating a space to be at your worst together um, and to hold space for that and grow through it and improve through it so that the way you relate to one another is healthier um, is, is real next level. It is not easy <laughs> um, and it is not simple, but it's really beautiful, um, rich work.
1: And it is work, but I love the, how you described it. It is beautiful, it is rich, it's evolving, it's complex but it is necessary, and it is a win. At the end of the day, that is the win. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It's not that moment, it's what that moment sets up for the two of you, which is, we in this thing forever.
0: And- We got the Google eyes. Listen. (laughs) We gotta go, y'all.
1: I'm allowed to Google eye, eyes, said wife, okay? (laughs) And as you said, we gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) Thank y'all so much for, for rocking with us, having us this conversation about healthy confrontation. Wow, that was a mouthful. I can't believe I got through that. Um, chat us up, let us know. Did we hit on something? Did we, did we miss on something? Is there something, you know, for you, you felt like we could have covered a little more? Clearly, we love to talk. We're gonna talk about it. So, go ahead and put it, put it down in the chat. Find us on the socials, Marital Arts. You know where we at. We'll check there too. And we'll probably answer something that you put down and give it some time. What you think, babe? We should do that? All right. We'll see y'all at the next fight. Marital arts out.